Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for the podcast powered by Coffee and Mountain Dew. The Morning Five with Bryce Sparling and Billy Lindahl. Good morning, West Georgia. Welcome into the Morning Five podcast. Today is Thursday, September 22nd, and it is brought to you by, as always, the Parian Lawyers. Nobody wakes up thinking, man, I hope I hire a lawyer today, but hey, life happens. Don't call one of those big law firms with overused slogans and thousands of billboards. We have a top-notch law firm right here in West Georgia. The Parian Lawyers, with offices in Carrollton and Bremen, personal injury, workman's comp, and everything in between. Find them at callcadenow.com, that's C-A-L-L-C-A-D-E-N-O-W.com, local lawyers, Catchy slogans, a few billboards, big results. Billy, today is National Ice Cream Cone Day. Can you get down with an ice cream cone? Sure, I can get down with an ice cream cone. I mean, yeah, I mean, ice cream cones are legit. I didn't, I, I literally didn't eat ice cream cone for a long time, though. Like, really? For the longest time. When I was a kid, I refused to eat it. I'm like, nope, there's, mm. but now, now I'm okay with it. I can only do the waffle cones. I, I'm not a, I'm not a fan of like the normal, typical ice cream cone. It, it tastes like styrofoam to me. Like it doesn't, I don't know. It's like a crunchy styrofoam thing. I do, I do love waffle cones. I can eat waffle cones, just by themselves with no ice cream or anything in them. Um, yeah, yeah. Massive, massive fan of ice cream cones. Uh, not a huge fan of ice cream, but I do like ice cream cones, which is a little odd. Uh, today is also known National White Chocolate Day. Fan you of white also chocolate. get down with white chocolate. Absolutely. Gotcha. Uh, gotcha. A lot of times, you know, when the white chocolate comes out for different types of um, candies, those, you know, you kind of get the white chocolate M&M's or white chocolate uh, Hershey bar. Really, really good. <laughs> like, really good. And and I am also a massive fan of Jason Williams, so uh, I love white chocolate. Though, <laughs> uh, no, not a fan of white chocolate, but I do use it um, every Mother's Day. I do uh, uh, strawberries dipped in chocolate, and I'll usually dip it in some form of dark chocolate and semi sweet chocolate, and then put a little white chocolate drizzle over the fruit that I make. So I do I do that. Not a not a massive white chocolate fan. I guess like the the cookies and cream Oreo bar, that's white chocolate, isn't it? I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's okay. I've eaten those before and th- those are those are okay. I, you know, it's I, I give them a C minus. That's about as high as I I'm going to rate uh, anything sweet like that. Billy today is also Mr. Steve Lee's birthday, my color commentator. Uh, and I also believe he'll be working with you tonight, right? Or, or is he, he working with Casey be. tonight? He's he working, working with you, with me all right? Tonight. What are you, what are you all up birthday, to tonight, Steve. man? We are covering the Villarica Middle School versus Bowden Middle School uh, middle school games tonight. Uh, looking forward to it. It's going to be at the max, so uh, 5.30 kick. Be sure to listen on. Not sure if we're going to. I'm assuming we'll probably do the Villarica network, but we may switch over to Carroll County. I'm not sure. Cool. We'll, That's we'll awesome. be on one of them. Uh, Casey and Claire are also covering one, so they will be. They're doing Central versus Temple, I believe. So, um, yeah. Yeah, we're doing that's this. A, that's cool. Yeah, it's a good birthday gift for uh, Mr. Steve Lee. Little, yeah. uh, do Happy a little birthday, color. Steve. All right. Back-to-back days doing color. Happy birthday. 
Uh, does, do you know how old he is? You know how old Steve Lee's turning? No, I don't. I know he's younger than us, uh, but I don't know how much younger. Oh, I mean, we're old. Well, well, you are. I mean, well, yeah, you know, I I, I'm not. I'm not quite yet, but I know you are. You're uh, getting there. He is, he's a guy. Yeah, quickly. Uh, he, he is a couple. Of, <laughs> I think he's a couple of years younger than us. I'm not sure how much. Uh, Billy, bad news yesterday. Braves fall to Nats three to two. Yeah, uh, sucks. Acuna, Acuna with a lone RBI. Bryce Elder had a good day though. Five and two thirds innings pitch, one earned run, six Ks. I'll take that every time from Bryce Elder out there. Um, Ten hits. We can only push two across. That's not great. We led two to nothing, I believe, after the second inning uh, and couldn't close it out. What really sucks about it is we lost on the same day the Mets did. Mets lost yesterday as well to the Milwaukee Brewers. So a chance for us to go up and tie for the division lead. Couldn't do it. Couldn't get it done. A very frustrating game. Um, another another uh, error, another pair of errors for the Braves, which I feel like that has been stacking up lately. I feel like we've had a lot of errors yeah, just we've, in the past two weeks, maybe. It seems like we've come out of every game with at least one or two errors. We've booted the ball a lot lately, and that's not that's not normal Braves. No, like, that's... That's almost always one category that I never even look at because I never expect this to have any errors, um, especially with Ron Washington kind of coaching the infielders and helping the infielders. Like, that's not something that I expect. It's very odd. I don't know what's going on with them. Um, but another error by Olsen, who he, he now has 10 errors on the year, which is the most errors he's ever had in his career. Um, so that's, that's a little concerning and also concerning about Matt Olsen is this horrid slump he's in right now. Uh, hit, hitting 113 in the month of September with one home run, four RBIs, seven hits, and 23 strikeouts. Seven hits and probably, I would say, over or close to like 80 or 90 at-bats, somewhere around there, I'm sure. Uh, um, I can it's tell been, you here in a second. It's been unreal. I cannot believe what Matt Olson's going through right now. Um, 62, 62 at bats, seven so, for 62 in the month of September. Yeah. Dear yeah. God, it's, it's really bad. I mean, 113 average, uh, 203 on base percentage, 177 slugging and 380 OPS. That's terrible. That's, that's yeah. atrocious, man. Uh, so I, you know, hopefully he gets this out of his system before the playoffs start, but I, I, I don't I don't all know right. what you do. We don't have a backup first baseman, really. It's Austin Riley. And, you know, I was listening on the radio the other day. They said, you know, if you do give Olsen a day off and you bring in Riley and in this in this crazy scenario, Riley gets hurt playing first base. Like, how, how bad are you going to feel that you put someone that really didn't need to be at first base at first base and he got hurt playing first base? So I know I know Snit probably doesn't think that way, and I wouldn't want a manager to think that way. Uh, but it would be it would be an odd scenario and a scenario that kind of kick yourself in the butt. But Olsen's got to get going, dude. We need him, uh, especially if he's going to remain at the four spot in the lineup. Like he's got to get going. You can't hit 113 uh, with a 203 OBP and a 177 slugging and go into the playoffs uh, as yeah. our number four player. And, and, and if you're gonna if you're gonna do that and hit crappy, at least have good defense. Thirteen games left. Uh, the Braves are at ninety three wins. Hopefully, seven and six would give us a hundred, right? So, yep, yep. We have thirteen games left, and I think the Mets have eleven. 
Um, so remember, keep that in your back pocket. I think that's still... Yeah, so we have the same amount. We're tied right now, essentially, on, on the loss column. 56 to 56 is what I usually look at. Uh, but we do have two less wins than they do. So we do have two games in hand, which is... That's handy down the road because we are a game back. So even if we match them uh, through the... You said we have 13, right? Braves have 13? Yes. So Braves have 11, or Mets have 11. If uh, if we win, you know, just two more, just those two extra games, then that gives us the division win, essentially. So and the Braves will get a four-game set with the Phillies tonight in Philadelphia. Oh, nice. So, so a sweep. Fantastic. So yeah. four-game sweep coming uh, against the Phillies tonight. That's great. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> Bryce, uh, so we're, we're about halfway through the high school football season. It's crazy, close. man. It's, it's, it's unreal, isn't it? Doesn't it feel like it just started yesterday? Yeah. Like, we were talking last night at the coaches show, and I'm like, oh, I, almost all of these teams are halfway done with their season. This is... Yeah. I, this is really... <laughs> this is crazy. It's flown by. Uh, this is week six of the high school football season, and uh, I think this will be the fifth game for Villarica. Temple's already five games in. This will be the fifth game for Bowden. Uh, Central will play their fifth game. Oh, they've already played their fifth game. So there's there's a lot going on right now. Yeah, Temple's sixth. Mount Zion's fifth. Uh, Heard County's fifth. Uh, Harrelson County's fifth. Central's, Central's open this week, so they're not playing. Carrollton's sixth. Yeah, it's it, dude, it's getting along. It's moving along quite quick. All right, Bryce, a, little quick, so, a little too quick. What I want you to do is give me, if you had three votes in our local area, three votes for our Heisman, you know, our most valuable player in our area, who you got? All right, so I, I look at MVP a lot differently than I think a lot of people do. A lot of people look at MVP and think, Who's the best player? Well, that's not how I see MVP. I see MVP as most valuable player. Who's the most valuable to the team? It doesn't necessarily mean he is the best athlete. Sometimes the most valuable player is the best athlete or the best football player or the best whatever at that sport, but that's not how I judge it. So number one, I have Bryce Hicks from Carrollton. I think that offense goes as Bryce Hicks goes. I know Juju Lewis is a fantastic player, but with that run game that Carrollton has, and they can control the clock. They can control the flow and the momentum of the game uh, and bring that defense on for Carrollton that has just been absolutely phenomenal. Uh, I think Bryce Hicks is my MV, one of my MVPs. If I had three votes, Bryce Hicks is getting one of those votes. The second vote I am getting is Cam Vaughn uh, because as Cam Vaughn goes, so does the Temple Tigers offense. Uh, I don't think that Temple Tigers offense rolls nearly as well um, with whoever their backup is in Temple. Cam Vaughn is my second pick for MVP. Uh, that kid is absolutely amazing, electric, uh, a blast to watch. Um, in my third, this is where this is the best athlete. This is one of the best football players I've seen in our entire West Side. It's Robert McNeil, the quarterback out of Bowden. That kid is a cheat code at quarterback. It's like playing a video game with some of the stuff he does. The passes that he delivers... The way he runs the offense, uh, his running ability outside of the pocket, the way he's able to avoid pressure inside the pocket. Um, Robert McNeil is my third vote for MVP. So Bryce Hicks, running back from Carrollton, Cam Vaughn, quarterback from Temple, and Robert McNeil, quarterback from Bowden. If I had three votes right now, those would be my three votes for MVP. 
And Cam Vaughn and Robert McNeil are facing each other this week. So pumped Ooh, about that. Baby. So I'm, <laughs> I told uh, I told Coach Nix, I'm going to try to avoid every single score update on on Friday night. Um, and that way I can come home Friday night or Saturday morning and hopefully watch the game if it is being televised anywhere. I, I'd got to check the uh, NFHS network to see if it's being televised. Uh, if it is, I will try to avoid any score updates so I can watch it in its entirety on the NFHS you network. Can't do that. That you, be. you have to be a part of the overtime show that we'll do. No, sir. I'm going home, baby. I got a, <laughs> uh, I got a game at 8 a.m. on Saturday morning. I will be, <laughs> I will be at home. I tried, I tried to do that uh, when I was in Tattnall Square. Um, and going off a two hours sleep up to Cedartown was not a smart idea. All right, my uh, I votes for high school MVP this week, this season so far. Uh, I have to start with the freshman, Jonas Walton. Got over 800 yards uh, rushing already this year in five games. Um, it was well, that was in four games. I can't remember what he got the, the last game, so he may have over 900 now. Um, he has been a major cog of that central offense and a major, major part of why they are um, four and one, in my in my opinion. Uh, Juju Lewis has been as advertised, man. Uh, dear kid's dear good, Lord. man. I had a chance to actually see him in person for the Villarica versus Carrollton uh, game, and that was just unreal. Uh, the kid's really good. He, oh, wow. And then, as you mentioned, Robert McNeil. Though, that's my three votes. Uh, Jonas Walton, the freshman uh, running back from Central. Julie, Juju Lewis, quarterback from Carrollton. And Robert McNeil, the quarterback from Bowden. Good, good group right there. Good group. Two of them freshmen. So, theoretically, they could win MVP <sighs> of, of the West Side, you know, for four years straight. <laughs> crazy, man. Yep. Uh, Billy, something else that's crazy. So yesterday we talked about the NBA's top, uh, what, 100 through 26. There was some Hawks on there, uh, four four or five Hawks, I believe. So today or yesterday they released their top 25, uh, and I was going over it, not expecting to see Trey Young until, you know, I don't know, top seven, top eight, somewhere around there. You know where he's ranked? You know where ESPN ranked? Trey Young, the guy who led the entire league in assists and points last year in the NBA. Second. Six, 16th. Are you serious? Trey Young is ranked 16th, the 16th best NBA player. They sat up there with a straight face and got paid to write an article that said there are 15 basketball players that are better than Trey Young. No, false. I, I, wa- I wasn't no. even going to get mad. Like, Look, it's I'm, just not correct. I'm not I'm not as big of a Hawks fan as you are. Okay? I'm not a big as big of an NBA fan as you are. There are not 15 better NBA players than Trey Young. Hell no. Straight up. And it's that's insulting to not only Hawks, but to Trey. I mean, I, I hope... I hope Trey uses this as, you know, just fuel for his fire this year. I really do. I don't care if he doesn't need any extra fuel to, to light his fire. But I hope he uses this because that is cool. Absolutely. It's ridiculous. Cool. Yeah. It's 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 ridiculous. I mean, uh, Paul George better than Trey? No. no. Sorry. Nope. Not right now. Nope. 
Uh, Kawhi Leonard, when he's healthy, sure. But uh, yeah. when's the last time he's had a healthy full season? It's been two years. James Harden, dude, just got traded like three times and can't even get on the field. Uh, can't even get on the court and affect the game. So uh, the li- the list is stupid. Trey Young is a, a surefire top ten player in the league. Uh, I would argue probably somewhere between seven and eight. I mean, he led he led in points and assists last year. I just I don't. I don't understand the hate that ESPN gives towards Trey, but it's it's Atlanta, so uh, we've already established that ESPN hates Atlanta sports. It, it's stupid, man. It's it's nonsense. Yep. It's, it, it's ridiculous. Uh, so they broke they broke it down. They said one game to watch this season, December seventh at New York. Trey loves the Garden. Uh, the fans there also love Trey Young, uh, but in a certain way, Trey Young lives rent free uh, in uh, Knicks fans' heads. So that's always a great time when we get to go up there and beat them. Anytime Young plays at Madison, Madison Square Garden, it's going to be must-see TV. Uh, Young is Young has only played there once last season, uh, missing a Christmas Day game because of a health and safety protocol. But he dropped 45 in the 117-111 Atlanta victory. And I don't know if there's another place in the world where you can stand at an amusement park and you hear chants about F this guy. F this guy. When there's no game going on, they're not even. It wasn't the, a music the, park. It was a concert. Concert. That's what it was. That's what it was. Yeah. There's there the game's not going on. They're not at a game. They weren't talking about Trey Young. They weren't talking about the Hawks. They just spontaneously broke out in an F Trey Young chant. And it wasn't even just, a concert at. Madison no, we're at Madison Square Garden. No. It, I, I don't. How how rent free is Trey Young living in Knicks fans' heads right now? I love it, man. That is uh that is what we want. Trey Young is the villain up in New York, and that is absolutely what we want. One huge question for the 2022-23 season is how will Dejounte Murray's presence help Trey Young? Murray gives the Hawks one of the best secondary ball handlers in the league, and will ease some of the burden on Young for a team that is looking to bounce back after a disappointing 21-22 season. Young's efficiency took a jump last season and could take another one this season alongside Murray. I think Trey Young and DeJounte Murray are going to be one of the two, one of the best pairings in the NBA. Um, I think, I honestly think this, this might be looking uh, through rose tinted glasses at the situation coming up, but I think they're going to be right up there with Trey. I mean, uh, with um, Clay and Steph. Uh, not in the same vein. I don't believe they're going to play the same way and have the same production um, uh, as far as like three-pointer wise, you know, the Splash Brothers. I don't think they're going to do that. But I think production wise, you know, points, assists, rebounds, and all that stuff, they're going to be right up there with the best tandems in the NBA. Um, so ranking Trey Young 16th is a massive, massive slap in the face. Uh, one that Trey is sort of used to. Trey and the Hawks are used to being the underdogs and people counting him out and. Trey playing the villain and disrupting people's plans. So we're going to do it once again in the 2022-23 season. Yeah, and I'm I'm interested to see who plays the one. Really? Yeah, I'm, yeah. I, th- I think it'll be like a 70-30 split. I think it'll be I, 70-30 I hope, Trey. I hope Murray plays the one a lot. I really do. I do too. Yeah, I do too. Trey is really good um, off ball playing the two. Uh, we saw that last year a couple times. He is very, very talented at the two. All right, let's get to the Marine South scoreboard from last night. The in softball, Alexander beat uh, Bowden eight nothing. Oh, that's a tough loss coming off of a big win off from your uh, region rivals. 
Mount Zion. Carrollton beat Cedartown 14-5. Hurd County beat Marion County 10-0. And then Calhoun beat Villarica 11-8. That's also a surprising score considering how talented and how good Villarica, um, Villarica softball team is. On the Stump It games and events calendar for tonight, softball, Cahulla Creek at Bremen at 5, Central at Sonoraville at 5.30, Christian Heritage at Mount Zion at 5.30, Halloway at Temple at 5.30, and then Mays at Villarica at 5.55. All of those are region games minus the Callaway and Temple game. In volleyball, Carrollton's at Hurd County, facing off against Hurd County and Rock Mart at 6. Hurd County's at home versus Rock Mart and Carrollton, and that begins at 5 for them. Villarica's at Bremen, facing Bremen at 5 p.m. Bryce, do you need another cup of coffee? Indeed I do, sir. Indeed I do. Embattled <sighs> Phoenix Suns owner says he's starting the process to sell the Phoenix Suns and the Phoenix Mercury. This is smart. This is Good. a smart move. Get the hell out of the NBA. Yep. Yep. Good. Good. Sell it. Get out of the NBA. Get out of the limelight. You know, go fade into existence. Whatever millionaires do when they get in trouble. Yeah. Hundred percent. Great real. move. Let's be real. He's more than a millionaire at this point. He's probably a billionaire. Let's be real. Yeah, uh, yeah. If he and owns, a, if he owns two franchises, he's probably a billionaire. And it's only going to get more, <laughs> more lucrative there when he sells the Suns. Suns, hot commodity now, man. A lot of good players out there in the Suns. He's going to yeah, get a, a nice, nice pretty I think penny. There will be a lot of people that will want to buy the Suns. Honestly, I agree. Yep, thousand percent agree. Uh, NFL warns the Tampa Bay Buccaneers Bruce Arians over sideline conduct in week two. Did you see this, Billy? Yes. This is what started off the Marshawn Lattimore, Mike Evans thing. Yes, I did. And I, you know what? I, I don't have any issues with it, to be honest. No, I don't either. No, I don't like, I don't have any issues with, with to be Bruce Arians. The, he's allowed to be on the sideline. I, there's, I don't know. I don't have any. I don't have any issue with what Bruce Arians and Marshawn Lattimore did. I mean, it was jawing back and forth. We've seen it of Bill Belichick quite a bit. Uh, I don't have any issue with the the fight that Marshawn Lattimore and Mike Evans got into. But I've I've already stated that, and I don't think a lot of people agree with me. It's it's football. It's not ice skating. It's not ballet dancing. Um, it's football. Let them. I, I I just don't. I don't understand it, man. I I hate that. I hate that. Mike Evans got suspended. I don't think anybody should have got suspended, but I'm not going to get back on that horse, that soapbox, and scream about it again today. Speaking of Mike Evans, he is officially out versus the Green Bay Packers this week uh, after his appeal of the one-game suspension has been denied. I'm not yes. really surprised. Um, he'll come back, and and he'll be fired up for week four, guaranteed. Now, the only reason I do agree with this vehemently, uh, Mike Evans definitely should have been suspended. I have Russell Gage on my fantasy team. so. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, that's what I was telling uh, our good friend Matt Ridgway the other day, Tampa Bay Bucks fan. I said, I don't think you should get suspended. Like, I think that's stupid. But, you know, I, I'm not going to argue about it too much because I do, I do have Russell Gage on my fantasy team. So maybe he'll see more targets. I don't know. Cole Beasley will probably get snagged away from him, which that'll that'll infuriate me. Uh, Roger Federer admits feeling nervous as he prepares for a farewell farewell doubles match at the Laver Cup. It is going to be weird going into especially the majors like, uh, you know, Wimbledon and the French Open, the Aussie Open, and the U.S. Open, and not expecting to see Roger Federer's name uh, in the ranks. It, it, that's going to be a weird day, man. And, and you have to think that Nadal is not far behind him. 
So we're, we're going into an age where we're not going to have a Federer or Nadal in the tennis ranks. And essentially, it's just going to be Joker sweeping through everyone's tournaments. Did you see his comment? And this may have been a made-up comment earlier in the week that said, how cool would it be if I got paired up with uh, Rafa? In our- I did see that. <laughs> um, I don't I don't know if that was made up or not. But yeah, I did see that. That would be awesome, man. That'd be cool to see them. I would them. love to see that. Yeah, it was like uh, what Roddick and Marty Fish did when when they were retiring. You know, right. they did a they did a doubles farewell thing. Same thing with Serena and Venus uh, at the U.S. Open. Yeah, I like that. That'd be cool. Joe Hayden, uh, the cornerback from uh, Florida originally, and then went on to the Browns and a couple other teams. He's retiring. He signed a one day NFL contract to retire with the Cleveland Browns yesterday. It's been a. It seems like there's been a lot of. People who have been retiring lately and I know we didn't mention this on the podcast yesterday but um, there were a couple of really really big time NHL stars that uh, retired this week um, PK Subban um, Zidane Ochara is, has retired from Boston and uh, there was another one I can't remember the guy's name but there's a lot of them that are retiring right now which is surprising yeah, my, my, I was talking to my boss yesterday, and she was like, yeah, so-and-so and so-and-so retiring. And I'm like, oh, d- does that person work for us? She was like, no, he's a hockey player. And I was like, oh, I've never heard of him. I was like, that's, I, don't, I don't really follow hockey that closely. She, she was, like, shocked that uh, I didn't know who people. this person was. Yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. And I'm like, I, I just, I, I, I haven't followed hockey that closely. It was the, it was Ochara. That's the Boston Bruins the guy, right? Ochara, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she was like, "Yeah, he's retiring." And I'm like, "I don't it does does he work for us? Like, he's working at this company. He's retiring." She's like, "No, he's a hockey player. He's one of the. He's a great Bruin." I was like, "Oh, I don't." Yeah, dude, you would I love don't. him because he's he's your size. Um, plus you put two inches of skates on him. So oh, he's, nice. He's playing. He's playing like six nine, six ten. He's so he's like the mountain from Game of Thrones. Is what you're telling me. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and he played defense too, so it, it was he was a absolute. Was he an, was he an enforcer? Uh no, but he was Aww. he was really good at what he did, man. And he ended up he was the captain for Boston for years, like years. Nice, uh, Billy. We have two today in sports history because I, I couldn't leave either one of these off. Uh, today in 1911, Boston Rustlers future baseball Hall of Famer uh, Cy Young beats Pittsburgh Pirates one to nothing at Forbes Field for his final career victory number 511. So today Mark in 1911 no ever will beat. No. No, not even close. Uh yeah, so today in 1911 Cy Young gets his last win. And then today in 1933 Nolan 19, Ryan at the eight, 1993, sorry, my dyslexia kicked in. <laughs> today in 1993 Nolan Ryan, at the age of 46, pitches his last game. So on the same day, you know, almost a little over 80 years apart, Nolan Ryan pitches his last game in baseball, and Cy Young gets his last win in baseball. How cool is that? Two of the all-time greats sort of coming to an end of their career on the same day, just about 82 years apart. Not bad. The question I have is, and you and I have talked about this, about some people can get in there, pitch one pitch, and get the loss for a for baseball right right how i wonder if i mean 511 is unreal do right. you think that cy young 
like do you think back when he was pitching they had the same rules for being able to get a win like you had to nah, pitch through five not. innings i mean granted he probably was pitching eight nine innings yeah yeah he's probably pitching complete games in most of these <laughs> five days a week uh, <laughs> I, w- I wouldn't think so. I, I, I that you know the rules back then were a lot more lax. I mean, shoot, it was. Um, when did they change the ground rule double rule? That wasn't until like the late twenties, early thirties. Yeah, yeah. They they went back and said they never changed it in the history books. But like some of Babe Ruth's home runs were actually ground rule doubles. Um, yeah. So uh, you know those the old the old baseball rules were so funky, man. And trying to go back and parse through it and make sure like everybody's stats right i just accept it it's it's goofy numbers we accept the steroid era i mean all the steroid era numbers are still in the book so you know leave these leave the goofy baseball number i don't accept the steroid (laughs) well i I don't i don't either but i think if we throw out the steroid era i think we should go back and parse through a lot of the pre-1940 baseball records and make sure that they're actual records i don't know how we would do that though you know um with the steroid you know i don't recognize 61 or i recognize 61 as the most home runs of all time 61 uh, as the 61. I'm, I'm just saying, 70s, 70s that mark now. Oh, yeah, but I recognize 61 as that mark. Uh, yeah, same thing with 715. That's the mark for most home runs or in an entire 72. career. Not 72. 70. Bond says 70, right? Or did he say? Oh, my I, God. Hold on. I thought McGuire now, now. hit 70, and then did Bonds hit 72? I thought Bonds, 73. Bonds hit 73. 73, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, so Bonds hit 73. Um, isn't it nuts, though, that uh, out of all the home run hitters we've had, steroid, non-steroid, or the non-steroid guys, nobody's ever passed Maris's 61. It's only been the couple of steroid guys that have passed Maris's 61. We've never had anybody else pass them. Isn't yeah, that crazy? It, it's, it was Bond, uh, It was Sosa, Bonds, and McGuire. The only three, right? Um, let's see. Bonds was 73. McGuire was 70. Sosa was 66. McGuire was 65, Sosa was 64, Sosa was 63, yeah, Maris was 61. Yeah. The only person that has ever come close, obviously Aaron Judge right now sitting on 60, uh, and then Giancarlo Stanton with 59 in 2017. Didn't hit one last so, night? Surprising. No, he didn't. I know, against the Buccos. Well, I, this says he didn't hit one last night. This is baseball reference, um, and this usually takes a little while to update. You know. But yeah, but I'm pretty sure 60, we would have, that should have been on your ESPN view the first That's thing. true. But we've already established ESPN doesn't like to update early in the morning. ESPN no, doesn't, doesn't have doesn't his cup of coffee with, until about with 7. ESPN, you know, they're they're stuck up New York's butt. So. <laughs> they got to get the clicks too, man. They got to get the clicks. <laughs> you got anything else for today, man? Nope. Hey, uh, be sure to check out Hometown Sports Media's both Carroll County and Villarica uh, at work today. They will have middle school football on, on the air starting around 5.15. So awesome. Yeah. Yeah, we'll check it out. What for Billy Lindall? I am Bryce Sparling. This is the Morning Five Podcast. We'll see you tomorrow. Same time, same place. Shake your neighbors. Just shake them. Shake your neighbors.